Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's Thanksgiving Eve, and I'm excited because a lot of people are going to be traveling, a lot of family coming to see each other. It's the time of of thanks, right? It's it's the time of giving, right? And um, I'm excited. I'm excited for this holiday. I'm excited for the Dallas Cowboys to go up against these Raiders. Huh? Tomorrow afternoon. Today we'll put the final touches on that matchup. We'll talk about the Oakland Raiders. Keep saying Oakland. The Las Vegas Raiders. Our offense against the Cowboys defense. And we got some more good news coming up in the roundup. And I want to talk to you guys uh, about our final thoughts. So call in. Make sure y'all call in. Let me put the phone line up here. 351-999-3787. And let's put the final touches on this uh, Raiders game that we have coming up tomorrow. All right, let's do that. First in order. Got to shout out folks in the building already, man. Mac Woodward, Calvin Jefferson, Frankie Franchise. He says, can uh, we rewind Sky that we're thankful for this Thanksgiving for all he does for us in Cowboys Nation? Oh, man, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. I really do, man. Thank you uh, so much. I appreciate y'all, and I'm thankful for you guys for being here, and already we got the phone lines about to pop off. Hold on there a second for a minute fresh. I'll get to you in a quick second. TC915, Stevie McDamod, God, KD, Adam Robbins, uh, Diamond, AJ, Adrian, Michelle, my lady. She's Someone bring us some mac and cheese. <laughs> Diamond, Nisi, Joe Lethal, JoJo. Uh, what else we got in here? Iceberg Q, Alpha, Mason, McKenzie, two-time, two-time. I like that one. Ryan, Brandon C., stage uh the cfz i haven't seen in a while cfz welcome brother welcome and over on the facebook side my good brother cj richards in the building tim garcia peter rizzo and the many more coming through oscar sullivan as well is in the building um keep on coming through y'all keep on coming through we're going to be i i don't know if this show is going to be a long show today because if i'm not mistaken i believe thanksgiving eve is the most traveled holiday of the year correct a lot of people going to see family and friends. So we're going to do the roundup. Well, I'll chat with you guys uh, through through the chat box. I'll chat with you guys through the phones. And uh, we'll go through the matchups to watch here from the Raiders offense. And we'll wrap it up. So it shouldn't be long unless we get, obviously, the phone lines are lit. But I don't want to hold you guys from the family and friends. I understand that this is that time of the year, that season, where a lot of traveling is going to be going down. So uh, we'll get right into it. Someone said Noah Koye today. No, uh, again, family, friends coming in. So we weren't able to, to match it up this week, which understandable. So we'll revisit next week against the Saints. So we'll be back. We'll have a Koye Wednesdays or Koye Thursday. I don't know which one. I'll be Wednesday because we play Thursday. And uh, we'll be back in the saddle. So no, don't fret. Don't fret. Everything's good over here. We're just going to postpone it till next week y'all we'll postpone it to next week uh what's up roy on facebook what's going on reynolds my boy the cowboys network aka sosa the building see sosa must be off because of the holidays sosa can't ever catch the morning shows anymore because of work which is understandable but with the holidays man we finally got my guy sosa in the building if y'all don't know who sosa is man a lot of what y'all see he puts together here uh we both piece things together but one of the best <clears throat> creators on ig 
that there is. I highly recommend y'all follow him on Instagram at the Cowboys Network. He is one half of what was the Dallas Cowboys Network here on YouTube where we were exploding and we decided to expand our horizons and try to take that next step um, within our brands or what have you. So shout out to my guy Sosa, man. That's my good brother. But, all right, man, CJ said, what you doing for Thanksgiving? I actually have, I'll rap to you on Facebook. I have something pretty cool, CJ, happening for Thanksgiving here um, in Dallas. I won't be going back, obviously, because I'll be working uh, the game tomorrow, by the way. Make sure y'all come through to Game Day Live if you're not doing anything for Thanksgiving and you're in the area, or at least pop us on pregame show uh, for Thanksgiving. It's going to be nuts over there in, in uh, AT&T Stadium, so we'll still have that atmosphere. Uh, me and Jesse Holly, so make sure y'all check that out. Uh, and, and Sosa said, yeah, he's off. <laughs> I figure, bro. I figure. But, hey, listen, the roundup, we had some good news, so I want to get into the roundup, and then y'all got to listen to Micah Parsons. Man. My, Micah Parsons, y'all know me. I am biased, whatever you want to call it, from the same hometown, know his family, know him. I just think he he's just a special talent, a special player, a special person and a generational talent, and we're going to be thankful that it fell the way it fell, I think, when it's all said and done. But we'll listen to what Micah had to say about being a Dallas Cowboy uh, in a few minutes. But let's get into the roundup, y'all. It is time for It's time for the Morning Roundup. Round them up, boys. Yes, indeed. The Morning Roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness, a solution for your fitness goals. And today, all the way through November 30th, actually, you can sign up with their Black Friday savings event where you can put down $0 for enrollment. So don't wait until the new year to get started on a fitness routine. Start accomplishing your fitness goals today at the best gym in the DFW area. As I always say, if you want to check it out, visit any of the nine locations in DFW or TexasFamilyFitness.com. All right, first up on the docket in the roundup, good news. It's just good news after good news. Tyron Smith is officially back. Full practice yesterday. They'll likely do a light walk through the day. He should be good to go. And, and barring some unforeseen craziness that happens today, Tyron Smith will be starting. He's back. I had to do that because this offensive line has not been the same without Tyron Smith. And we we know that. We know that for, for years now. Uh we keep on trying to put our finger on the problem up front. Hey, left guard, right? It's le- it's Tyron Smith. Everything goes as he goes up front, and I, I think we should that should just be a uh, we should close the door on that thought, that debate. So he'll be back. Hopefully, he's he'll be back for the long haul, and it's not anything that'll pop back up and he's gone by halftime or anything like that. Um, so the expected lineup is supposed to be Tyron Smith. Connor McGovern, Tyler Biotish, Zach Martin, and Lyle Collins. Still not the five they intended coming into the season. May not be the five that they finished with, depending on the performances of McGovern 
and Lyle Collins. So let's keep our eyes on that. But I am excited to get Tyron Smith back. Uh, I think if he's playing, I feel like this offense is going to be explosive tomorrow. But, but maybe a lot of that has to do with C.D. Lamb playing tomorrow too. I, again, I'm not going to let my fandom overtake me like it did last week. I kind of got caught up in the, the heavyweight bout between Dak and and, and uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and the Cowboys, potential Super Bowl. Not doing that no more. If C.D. Lamb does not play, makes things a lot tougher. Okay? No C.D. Lamb, no Mari Cooper. That's going to be tough. But according to Brianna Dix and her sources, Lamb will practice today. And his workout will determine his availability for Thursday versus the Raiders. My gut feeling, guys, if he's practicing today, I think he's playing tomorrow. Now, someone comes out of a game with a concussion at halftime and plays on Thursday? Not going to lie to you, that's a bit of a shocker to me. I don't know about y'all. I'm surprised, but I hope for his his health sake. I don't care about football. I hope for his health sake, he's actually good to go. And he's not trying to rush this back because what we know about concussions now, you shouldn't be rushing these things back. So I'm going to say that. And Micah Parsons. They asked Micah Parsons about a rookie wall, and his quote was just, <laughs> this dude has the most inspiring quotes for a football player, right? Like, not trying, he's not even really trying to inspire others, just himself. He said, People always talk about the rookie wall, but I just keep climbing and climbing because I'm excited to see what's on the other side of the wall. <laughs> you know how many times I've heard people talk about the rookie wall? I've never heard it explained in that manner. This kid is much brighter and sharper than I think a lot of people uh, gave him credit for coming out of college. And if you've been following me or this channel uh, during the draft process, I was trying to hammer that home because of, of what I knew about him. But I get it. You know, there was things being said. The media is a very powerful tool, and they did what they did. I'm not sure if that played a factor in Michael falling to the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he seems to think it may have. He seems to think, not necessarily the media, but his circumstances, COVID and things like that, not playing in 2020, all that played a factor in him being here with the Dallas Cowboys. And if you listen to any of his interviews, um, you can tell how much he loves playing a game, how much he loves being a Dallas Cowboy. And I want you guys to listen to him. Just listen to one of his sound bites yesterday during his interviews. It, it, it's just the dude loves being here. And as a Cowboy fan, you should be excited for that. Check it out. You know, I'm extremely grateful, and, you know, the guys who say every day I'm kind of, like, walking around with a smile, and, like, you know, I'm open up. Every day I give Coach George a hug. I say, you need a smile on your face too, brother. Like, that's like my – they kind of make fun of me. They try to say he's my dad, but, like, that's like – I would say he's like an uncle to me, you know what I mean? And I just really – I love, like, what we have here and, like, that I'm here because this is, like, where I wanted to be. And I want – you know, people say, well, what if you would have played – his college season. Well, man, maybe I wouldn't have been here. So 
you know, I don't look back on anything. I'm just so honored and blessed to represent the star and have an opportunity to be a star here. And um, it just really mean a lot. And to Coach Q, who sat me down, and Rob, who sat me down early on when I first got here, they said, yeah, like, we always knew you're the best defender, but you got to show it. Yeah, we did want corners, but you got to show why we drafted you. So I kind of always hold that chip on my shoulder, like, yeah, like, I'm the guy that you wanted. Like, I want to be the best player that, um, that you guys had here. And uh, I just want to continue to show it and show them why. I'm sorry, Have you played on Thanksgiving? No, I never played on Thanksgiving. How do you feel about it? I feel good. I, I'm kind of preaching to the guys. It's like, somebody got to get three interceptions or three sacks or whatever highway gets done to hit a turkey dance because I think of bowling. <laughs> And I was like, and make sure you say happy Thanksgiving after. So I'm kind of hoping somebody gets it done. Hopefully it's me. Hopefully it's one of the other guys or Trey, however it's done. But I want somebody to hit the turkey dance. <laughs> he said, I want somebody to hit the turkey dance. He's, and he's talking, he said bowling. If you guys don't know, uh, Mike, Micah loves bowling. Like, his dude is competitive. Y'all know he's competitive with everything. Doesn't matter. Checkers, chess, bowling. But he loves bowling. And a lot of the times he comes back home and he does bowling things. It was an idea a lot of people threw out that he should do some type of um, charity bowling event back back in Harrisburg or just in general. He's in Dallas now in Dallas, and I think he said he was looking into that too. So uh, Michael Parsons, man, just listen to what he's saying. And we all knew, right, it all came out that the Cowboys were targeting the uh, cornerbacks. And finally, I mean, it's not like it's it's any secret, but Jerry came out and said it like, hey, listen, you know, we wanted a cornerback. And I looked at everybody in that room and said, now, uh, l- l- listen here. Uh, it, you know, he does this, right? I hate when old people do that. I ain't going to lie to you. But no, nah, seriously, they, he looked around the room and said, I don't want to draft this guy if he's going to be just an off-ball linebacker. I, I kept telling people all, all draft season, stop boxing this man into one position. So he looked around and he said, but can he rush the passer? And everybody said yes. And they went ahead with the pick. So I think we're going to hear about that story in more detail later on in his years. Kind of similar to the Demarcus Ware story and, and Sean Merriman. All those draft, cool draft stories. I think we'll hear that um, as his career progresses. Because I'm telling you, man, this kid is special. I think he's showing it. And I'm excited to see him paired up with some of these other guys like Demarcus Lawrence. And Randy Gregory, I I do think when you get this defense back healthy with that player behind you, who I think is in the running for defensive player of the year, you have a chance to win a Super Bowl with this defense. Yeah, I said, yeah, I said it. Kevin said, what is an off-ball linebacker? So he essentially said an inside linebacker. An off-ball linebacker is a prototypical inside linebackers or even a will linebacker guy who's not on the line of scrimmage or a three four outside guy that's rushing the passer kevin so he doesn't want essentially a sean lee i mean when i say sean lee don't think of sean lee like you think of sean lee think of sean lee's position you're not going to rush sean lee you're not going to put him as a three four outside linebacker he's a prototypical off ball guy so so that's what uh Jerry was saying, I don't want to take an off-ball guy or inside linebacker with that 11th pick or 10th pick or whatever. They wanted a guy who was versatile. It was clear as day that Michael Parsons was that versatile. Thank you, Tom Downey, with the two, Tom Downey burner account. I got to make sure I say that because I don't want people thinking Tom's in here if he's Super not. Super chat. 
Uh, it says, Mr. Steele, have a great Thanksgiving with your family. Thank you, Tom, and, and you as well. All right, so before we get into, we got a Jason Renfro in here. Jason Renfro, are you are you related to the other Renfro that we're going to be playing tomorrow? Before we get into uh, the matchups, I want to go hit the phone lines. We've got a couple people waiting, but we'll after that, we'll get into the Cowboys defense versus the Raiders offense. And there's some good, juicy matchups in this game, man. My guy, Fresh Fade, was the first one waiting, man. What's up, Fresh, man? And happy early Thanksgiving. Oh, man, I appreciate it, man. Same thing to you, bro. Thank you, man. Man, um, the, this is going to be a tough game. This sure. is going to be a really, really, really tough game. I think tougher than a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. When I go back and I look at um, just some of the highlights um, and some of the statistics from Derek Carr and that offense and what they've been doing. They were special the at the beginning of the year. It, yeah, yeah, it's going to be – yeah, they've been special, man. Um this is a game. I, I know the last time, um, not with Kelsey, but with uh, we got who Jordan Lewis was covering as far as the tight end goes. I'm not sure how we're going to deploy on him, on uh, Darren Waller. Um, what I was thinking was, since Boss Man Fat is coming back for this game, is you know sort of putting him on the outside, putting of course AB on the outside, and you know putting Diggs more so in the middle of the field, because it seems like. From watching, you know, just the recent weeks that Derek Carr, I mean, he mainly likes to attack the middle of the field. I feel like that's um, sort of an area where we really need to be really sound in. Um, I'd rather him throw it on the outside. I don't really trust his outside guys besides, you know, Deshaun Jackson, you know, who could well, pretty much burn us. He's Desha- a, so but, we'll talk about that when I get to the breakdown. Deshaun Jackson hasn't been getting targeted. I don't even know if he, how much he's playing, but. It's strange. He had literally yeah. had zero targets, so he's kind of an afterthought for whatever reason. Well, you know, but I'm I'm sure he's in the meeting rooms right now. Like, hey, this is the Cowboys. Like, <laughs> I do this against the Cowboys. Right. So I mean, I I have a feeling that you know we're going to see a shot or two to Deshaun to Deshaun Jackson this game, man. And um, I mean, as far as you know, other things regarding, like, uh, their offense against our defense. Like, how do you feel about – I like Mark, Michael Parsons at the end, you know what I mean, to get some pressure on the quarterback. But how do you feel about, you know, in spots putting him at sort of linebacker to help cover those over-the-middle throws to Waller? Because, you know, yeah. Derek Carr likes to do that play action, throw it over the middle. What do you think about that? We'll talk. We'll definitely get into to Waller. He's going to be a problem. So, yeah. Each each week, the conversation becomes: How do you deploy Micah? Right? Because Micah is an elite. Let's not make a mistake about it. He's an elite linebacker and an elite pass rusher. He's your best linebacker and your best pass rusher. Right? So, what do you do yep. week to week? Uh, this week, and I'll get into it. There, this is another one of those games. Kind of reminds me of the. Uh, Falcons game where I came in and I'm like, I'm not really overly concerned about their run game. Uh, Different than last, last week, last week. Remember we talked about how the chiefs, they won't, they don't want to run the ball. Really. They run the ball to, to keep you honest. They run the ball out of these spreads. They run the ball East, East, West motion stuff to create space. And they are, they're productive in it, right? They average 4.5 yards per carry. So, it wasn't like they were not productive. 
Uh, the Raiders are just not a productive run team, and they're not a good run team, and they don't really want to run the ball. So I don't mm. fear them as much. It reminds me of the, the Falcons game. And if you recall, initially going into the Chiefs game, I'm like, I kind of want to see Mike at – at the linebacker position and come down and rush the passer. Well, they they actually they did the right thing. They said you're going to rush the passer, <laughs> and he was a beast. Yeah. This game, I think fresh. I'm kind of leaning towards that again because I feel like the engine of the Raiders' offense is Derek Carr in that passing game, and the only way to disrupt it is to get to Derek Carr. And if and I'll show the stats later, he's not very good when you sure. pressure him. So. I'm leaning towards putting Michael on that edge again, y'all, and letting him just tee off on Derek Carr. Gotcha. What do you think about sending some uh, some heat at him? Like, what do you think about that yes. as far as just uh, sending blitzes as, as opposed to just uh, sending four? What do you yeah. think about that? Yeah, I, I have in my notes here, I'm looking for Dan Quinn to kind of reach in his bag a little bit and, and send some unique blitzes or uh, some pressure some pressure to him. Last week, he yeah. couldn't do that against that quarterback and that team for obvious reasons. Because of the weapons this week without a burner. Remember Henry Ruggs, you know, rest in peace to the to the victims of that terrible situation. He's no longer on the team. And if you go watch how they're playing now, teams are can blitz car more because they don't have the fear of Henry Ruggs beating you deep. And with all due respect to Waller and Renfro and, and Brian Edwards, who we'll get into, those guys are going to take time to get open unless you just literally let Darren Wall run free, which the Bengals did that far too often. Uh, so I'm I'm coming I'm coming to get him. Yeah. I got you. I got you. All right, man. That's all I have, man. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Everybody else in the chat, man. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all too. And uh, man, hopefully we get this dub tomorrow. Um, you know, I'm predicting the score, um, 34 to 21. All right, man. Cowboys. Pre- appreciate right, you man. calling as always, fresh and happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Yep. I'm right, you too. All right, bye. So I see in the chat already. It said, you know, you guys aren't talking about Jacobs. That That's not true. Um, I'll bring up some of their weapons here. Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, Hunter Renfro. Listen, J- Josh Jacobs is a good running back. There, there's no doubt about it. But, <laughs> but they're not a good running team. Feel me? Like, like Jacobs on the Cowboys, yeah, it might fare him a little bit more. Jacobs on the Raiders, eh. It's like when the Cowboys were playing the Giants. Listen, Barkley's a beast. It's on the Giants, though. Eh, I'm really, not really scared of him. I'm not really scared of him. So, if they were to ever focus on running the, the ball or they had a line to do it or the scheme to do it, sure. But Josh Jacobs has been pedestrian this year due to the team he's on. It is what it is. Um, and then as for Deshaun Jackson, because somebody said they do have Deshaun Jackson now, that's that's correct. But Deshaun Jackson has zero targets over the last two weeks, uh, and I believe zero targets over the last two weeks or last week he had zero targets. And then he had this weird play against the, the the Chiefs. I don't know what that was about, but it seems he's kind of an afterthought in this offense so far. So, I you know, he is somebody got to think about, but he's not any Henry Ruggs was. Featured. Feel me? Henry Ruggs was featured in their offense, and Deshaun Jackson is an afterthought in their offense. So I don't want to break it all down because I, I do have it, you know, compartmentalized, and I want to get to all of this. But as you'll see when we're breaking all of this down, they feature their tight end a lot. So we'll talk about that. So 
One more call and we'll get into it. Uh, we got bro on the phone. 510. What's up, man? Good morning, Star Walker. It's Bro G31. What's up, Bro G? Man, I'm gonna have to put I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to push back a little bit this morning. Uh, Star Walker, man, you sound unconcerned about these Raiders. These Raiders, no, 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 they're no, no, five no, no, and five. They're they're a good my team. Bad. My bad if I co- if I come off as unconcerned. I don't I don't I don't I don't know where I'm just answering the questions from fresh. But but I don't I don't listen. What what the Denver Broncos game taught me. You can you you worry yourself about everybody, and when I say worry yourself, I mean you respect yes. your opponents going into every game. So, don't get it twisted. Once I get to the breakdown, you'll realize. Okay, okay. What I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> you, you sound like we were talking about the Broncos and Atlanta, and well, you know, mean, uh, I, you know, I, every time the the, way, the, now, the Broncos, the Broncos, and, and the Raiders aren't that much of a different team, in my opinion. Man, but they smashed the Broncos in in Denver, so. And the, the thing with Deshaun Jackson, he he was one of those uh, midseason trades. So this is maybe his fourth week. With the team. He started off with he started with L.A. So maybe that was the reason why he wasn't so much involved in the offense because you know he had time to you know he's time to learn the offense. And that one the play we're talking about with uh, Kansas City, yeah, he would he got he got loose and I don't know what happened. He tried to do a little fake and they came behind him and they popped the ball up and that he was pretty much on his way to the end zone. So he's still a threat. You know, if he's got to learn that that the end zone, especially how he did did us in, in Philadelphia, if anyone watched that film, especially they got Ken Drake also that's backing up uh Josh Jacobs there that had ripped us last year when he was on the Cardinals. And uh they we they they are very, very we can't sleep on 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 these uh on this Raiders offense, you know, Derek Carr. Was a, I, I think uh, you're mistaken me answering the, the caller's questions. with I have an entire rundown of everything I'm going to get to with the <laughs> – I haven't even broken their offense yeah. down yet. And so I think you're you're mistaking me for dismissing this Raiders offense. I'm no, going to get I'm into from all my, that. From my perspective, from my perspective, you know, we – you know, Raiders, we, we really got to be on our P's and Q's. You know, Derek Carr was the uh, beginning of the year, first – uh, first month was up there in MVP camp. I think, I think he actually led the league in passing for a while there. And uh, Renfro, that's his favorite target on third downs. He's kind of like almost like their Cooper Cup almost. Oh, so uh, yeah, man. We, oh, and with Mike Parsons, but yeah, man, that dude, that dude's gonna be. We need to make a whole another carry. You know how they got All Pro and and uh, man, this dude, this dude needs to be All World. They make it need to make a whole another category for this guy. He needs to be All World. And for me, I think we got to play him in both spots. You know, in the beginning, I think we got to play him in that middle. Because if I'm a coach looking at NFL, I'm running on I'm running on the Cowboys and I'm running right up the middle because uh, so far we haven't had we haven't had to we haven't stopped no one coming up the middle on us. No reason why teams get away from it because we, you know, uh, we get up we get up early on them or uh, go ahead go ahead, Sky. No, somebody Adrian was talking about you compared to Renfro to Cooper Cup, and I, I totally disagree. But no, nah, not at all. Just, just on third downs, that's a, that's a third down guy. Yeah. Uh, he's he's not as good as Cooper Cup, but hey, he's uh, he's an unsuspecting player. If you look, see him outside of pads, you don't even, he doesn't even look like a football player. But man, he he's a wily. Man, he's he's my weapon to watch. Like, I, like y'all didn't you ain't let me get yeah. to the breakdown. You breaking it down, so I'm gonna let you go ahead. Go ahead, break it down, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I won't believe it. But as far as Micah. I, th- I think we should start him off, man. Start him off at middle linebacker, and if he gets third and longs, then we move him, move him to the outside to, end to, to get after the car. Um, 
kind of want to talk about the coach, but you know what? I think we, I, I wait till after after the Saints game talk about McCarthy. I think he's doing a good job, but just a couple little little miscues we have there, and it seems like we we have at the end of the halves there. But uh, that that's it, man. I just want to say happy Thanksgiving to everyone, and uh, let's not get away from the fact, you know, it's, it's football and family, but family first. Uh, you know, we're in these uh, tumultuous times with the COVID, and you know, football's been able to. Uh, to get our minds off of it, not just with the COVID, you know, but we, you know, we got some, some injustice going on in this country and all over the world. Uh, everyone just pray for each other, uh, pray for our country. Um, especially, you know, when it comes to, you know, people being King fans, you know, when we see each other with our Cowboys gear on, we don't, we don't see color. We don't see anything background. You know, you see someone with the Cowboy jersey and everyone's all family. And, and when we take those jerseys off, let's continue to see everyone that way. And, and that's all we know. So I'll be on the same human team race. And I just want to say, God bless you. One star, one Lord. I love Jesus. Jesus loves you. And I'm out, Scott Walker Steele. Appreciate you, bro, Jay. Thank you, brother. The good words, man. Yeah, let me let me get into the to the breakdown because I, I don't I don't listen. Let me just get into the breakdown. Um uh, and we'll go ahead and we'll get back to the phone lines. We got 409 on the line waiting. So, first off, let me say this. You respect every opponent. I, I, how many times have I said that on this show, right? You don't go into any of these games. This is the NFL. No team is as bad as you think. No team is as good as you think, especially this year. There is a lot of gray area. And the Raiders are the perfect example of gray area. They started off very hot. Um, and I'm going to bring context to a lot of this. They start off very hot. Uh, Derek Carr was in the MVP running. Derek Carr, and if you look at my notes here, I say, of all those capable quarterbacks that I talked about early in the season, right? Because Derek Carr is not in that elite category, not, not to me. I mean, I, I've seen Keyshawn Johnson state that. But he's in that Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan tier, you know, all those capable quarterbacks that I talked about. He's probably the best of that bunch. I mean, physically, he's probably the best of that bunch. Um, but... You can get to him. I mean, that's bro. G sounded a little bit. I get, listen. We're going to show respect to the offense, but bro, G, you're making it seem like this offense is the the, the Chiefs' offense of yesteryear. Slow down. They're 18th in points scored right now, 10th in yards. Um, and again, at the beginning of the year, you know they were doing a lot of things, right? But what do we often say on this channel? Hmm. What do we often say on this channel? Yesterday's price uh-huh. is not today's price. It's not. It's not. They were crushing it at the beginning of the year. But four of their last six six games, four of the last six games, I'm going to tell you what their points are. 9, 16, 14, and 13. There is a clear issue since you fired your head coach, since Henry Ruggs left. There is a clear issue going on in that Raiders offense. Now, there's individual players that we'll get to but as a collective something's not clicking and you just don't want it to click on you uh you hope they continue to go down that bad path in regards to their offense tomorrow but i just wanted to point that out and i also wanted to point this out too they're notoriously a slow starting team uh going into week 11 they have been outscored by 31 points in the first quarter 31 points the cowboys are top 10 i believe and points scored in the first quarter, at, whereas the Raiders are in the bottom third of the league. And one thing we know about the Dallas Cowboys is if they get a lead on you, it could just be one touchdown. They play differently. They play differently. So 
I just want to point that out overall about their their offense before we get um, into breaking the, the players down individually. So let's go ahead and do that as we speak. Now, we brought up Derek Carr. And from what I could tell in the, in the Bengals game, Derek Carr really wasn't very much interested in going through a ton of his progressions. Uh, if he saw a slither of opportunity to get the ball to Darren Waller, he was getting the ball to Darren Waller. And if you don't know who Darren Waller is, we'll get to Darren Waller. He's one of, if not the best tight end in the league. When um, they needed a third down conversion, though, they look at third, anything third, medium, third and short, they're going to look for Henry Hunter Renfro. He is that slot demon guy, a very physical slot receiver, if you really think about it. And we'll talk about both of those weapons. And I said this on Twitter. Jordan Lewis is going to have his hands full with Hunter Renfro because he reminds me of Cole Beasley in his precision. So that's going to be a, 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 a matchup to watch. But like most quarterbacks, pressure affects Carr drastically. And what I, and from what I noticed quickly, let me bring up these pressure stats here, man. When I look at this and then when I watch the game, now I've only watched two games and I really focused on that, that Bengals game because I have a lot of time this week. It's clear as day. You got to get pressure on Derek Carr, right? Five touchdowns, six interceptions when he's pressured. Um, and six interceptions when he's blitzed. When he's when he's kept clean, obviously the numbers show it well, but he just looks different. I, and most quarterbacks will, but Derek Carr can dice you up with precision when he when he's kept clean. Now, Henry Ruggs is no longer on the team, and we talked about that, and Deshaun Jackson is their uh their burner that's left. I they don't see again, they haven't really featured him just yet. Maybe this is a game to do it. But what I mean is, and we talked about it with the caller, I think I would come after Derek Carr. I would come after Derek Carr because a lot of his receivers just aren't burners besides Deshaun Jackson. So that means it's going to take a while to get a deep shot. And if you don't give him enough time, you can get to him. Uh, now, I will say this. I watched the the, the the Bengals game. They seem to play a lot of too high and, and, and soft coverage on Darren Waller. They let Darren Waller get off the line of scrimmage with ease, sometimes not touched at all. And I just don't think you can do that consistently. I, you know, That's dangerous, and that's why he had seven receptions for 116 yards in that game. Now, let's talk about that run game. And he's right. I brought He brought up Kenyon Drake. He's also in my notes here. But before I get to Kenyon Drake, like I talked about, this team just doesn't really want to run the ball, y'all. They're, they run the ball the fourth least in the NFL, and that's with a good back in Josh Jacobs, who's a tough downhill runner, a good running back. There's no doubt about that. I don't want to disrespect Josh Jacobs or Kenyon Drake, for that matter, who has been their most effective runner and passer in the small opportunities that he's got. Uh, he averages 10 yards per reception on 26 receptions. So they've got talented backs. They just don't feature them much at all. So if you can get them off script, right, those slow starts they're notorious for, I think they'll kind of go away from that and put the ball in Derrick Henry's or Derrick Henry, Derrick Carr's hands. If they do stay on script, Kenyon Drake could be a weapon. He can be a weapon out the backfield. He'll be a problem for the linebackers. And if you put Mark, Micah Parsons on the edge, that's kind of the catch-22 you have. You know, it's we talk about it a lot. 
Michael Parsons is your best edge. He's your best linebacker. One of those two positions have to give. Um, I'm still, though, of the idea, let him go get Derek Carr. More than not, put it that way. Even if he's at linebacker, blitz his ass. Now let's get to that passing game. Um, they passed the ball the sixth most in the league. 64%, 64% of their offense is through the air. Told you they don't really like to run the ball. I don't know why. And they get a lot of guys involved. A lot of guys get involved in this team. It's not just Waller or Renfro. Brian Edwards is a very sneaky option as well. And then Foster Monroe, the, Monroe, the other tight end, gets involved in the, in the red zone. But make no mistake about it. Darren Waller is the guy on that offense. 79 targets leads the team, 51 receptions, over 600 yards and two tutties. I think Darren Waller may be the most physically imposing tight end in the NFL. He's 6'6", 255 pounds. He might not be the burner of a Kyle Pitts, but my goodness, man, he, he's just he's just as good. I mean, Kyle Pitts is young, so if I think I think this matchup with Darren Waller might be the toughest matchup tight end wise that uh, we we would have faced. And that's no offense to Kelsey. Kelsey is a beast too, but I I, I urge you guys to go check out Darren Waller. He's just Every bit as good as Kelsey. He just don't got Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball. And they're going to move him around. They're going to move Darren Waller around like they do Kyle Pitts. Okay? They're going to get him the ball in many different ways. He's going to line up split outside as a receiver, in tight as a tight end, in the slot. They're going to do a lot of things to get him the ball. So the Cowboys have to be ready for that because what this guy basically is is a tight end with wide receiver skills and a power forwards body. Okay? One of the most ridiculous catch radiuses in the NFL. And as a caller talked about with Hunter Renfro, he's basically their Cole Beasley. He's their their slot demon, their, their third down guy. If it's third and medium, third and short, that's who they're going to look to go to. Very quick, very precise, and very physical at the catch point for a little small, little slot guy. You know, he's right up there with Darren Waller with targets. 73 targets, 56 receptions, 500 yards, and four tutties. He's going to be a factor in their offense going to be a factor uh, I do like to match up with Jordan Lewis in the slot I think Lewis can get busy with him but it's going to be tough it's going to be tough and finally their sneaky 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 weapon it's not Deshaun Watson or Deshaun Jackson it's not D-Jax it's Brian Edwards Brian Edwards is has a ridiculous 20 yards per reception average this year um, on roughly around 20 catches. I'm not saying this dude's a burner. He's more of a big play guy in the mode of a Michael Gallup, right? 6'3", 215 pounds-ish, um, can go up and get the rock. And I think he benefits from a Darren Waller getting all the attention. But make no mistake about it, Brian Edwards is a guy you got to kind of pay attention to from time to time because he can bust off a big play on you and uh, could affect the game. So... That, ladies and gentlemen, is pretty much the breakdown from what I've, from my view, Skywalker, Sky Optics, right? From my view of what I saw from the Raiders over the uh, course of the season, statistically, and uh, and the the Bengals game, y'all. All right, let's get into the chat, see what y'all are saying here. Uh, Wayne says, so why would we waver on how we play Kelsey or Pitts with Waller? Shouldn't treat him any differently. Um, different offenses, different quarterbacks. 
different schemes. I don't know that they did anything special against any of those guys. I think they attacked Pitts with everybody. In regards to Kelsey, it looks like they had uh, J-Rock, J Rock, right, as my guy Koya would say. J-Ron Curse played a lot of snaps against him. I think that's who I would, from time to time, I would definitely keep mixing it up. But J-Ron Curse has that physical ability. I'm not comfortable letting Darren Waller off the line of scrimmage freely throughout this game. And here's why. I, I saw Derek Carr go to him very fast, and he gets open. Again, different schemes, though, right? The Bengals played a lot of 2 eye, so they gave you that space. They backed off on Waller and said, we'll let you catch it. But I thought it, I mean, I think it backfired. They, he had a lot of big plays on him. It didn't affect him in the red zone, but but Darren Waller was eaten. So um, I would get physical with him. Again, not a burner. He's not a burner, so get physical with him and just make him have to deal with contested catches. Uh, and J. Ron Curse can do that. J. Ron Curse can do that. What else you guys got to say here in the chat before I get to your 409? Below says, running the ball is the Raiders' best chance to win. The boys have to be ready. Yeah, I agree. Um, I actually like our secondary against their passing defense or their passing offense. And I like Micah Parsons and the the blitz concepts that Dan Quinn ro- runs and the pass rush against their line if Micah Parsons is blitz or is, is rushing the passer. Um, but if they're again, if you want to beat the Cowboys, I think coming off of this game against the Chiefs, who's gonna be upset, it's gonna be pissed. Gonna we'll be coming out there flying, running around. They gotta get Josh Jacobs involved and Kenyon Drake involved. I'm just telling y'all what I see on the tape. I'm telling y'all what I see statistically. They don't like to run the ball. I mean, we can go look at the, the stats throughout the year. They they just for whatever reason, y'all, they don't run the ball that well at all. They have two games, or I'm sorry, one game over 120 rushing yards and only three total games this year with over 100 rushing yards and you got games of 52 yards 48 71 50 72 uh 52 it's they, they just don't run the rock so their best bet i agree with you below is to run the rock at the dallas cowboys so they got to be prepared for that stop the run first make them one-dimensional like most teams try to do in the league and uh, i think that we have the better chance AJ says, at the beginning of the season, our secondary was our biggest concern. Right now, besides Micah, our linebacker and D-line is our biggest concern. Isn't that crazy? That's very that's very wild. I came into the season, and most people came into the season like, man, I love the depth at linebacker, right? Love the depth. You got five guys you think could do something, and all of a sudden, Jalen Smith doesn't look, you know, he's Jalen Smith of the last year or two. LVE doesn't look so hot. Uh, Jabril Cox gets hurt. Micah has to come down due to the injuries up front. And now you're and Keanu Neal has just been underwhelming. So now your linebacking group is, is suspect to say the least. So um, it sucks. There's no Jabril Cox, but you got to make do with what you got, man. You got to make do with what you got. 409, what you got for us? Hey, man. Um, nah, Good morning, Law. I mean, uh, good morning, Scott. <laughs> good morning, man. Happy Thanksgiving to you and the family. Man. Yo, listen, now hey, ain't no beard law. over here, bro. This ain't Law. I don't got the beard. Nah, man, but you you, you guys uh, deliver great content, though. You Thank know? you, man. Thank you. But it, it ain't it ain't about the looks, man. It's just about you know just you know your 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 go to content creators. 
Um, but no, nah, man, I listening to you just talk kind of spot on to what I was going to talk about. Not really scared of the Raiders um, running. I think I'm gonna say scared, but um, want to try to exploit that. Yeah. They're uh, ranked bottom uh, with, as far as run defense. Um, they're much better at uh, putting pressure on the quarterback than actually getting interceptions. Um, they're tops. They're not, they're not exactly tops, but they're, they're you know they get a little pressure. But um, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you with them running the ball. I mean, they don't really utilize their running backs like at all. And looking at Carr's stat lines, he's constantly throwing 250 or whatever, but you know, that, that could create more opportunities for your uh, opportunistic secondary. So I think we just get a couple of those opportunities. Uh, Waller also, uh, what he doesn't have is uh, the Chiefs offensive line as well as uh, the quarterback. Right. So, I mean, I think with the Raiders, Raiders offensive line, I think I was looking at PFF, they're ranked like the number 26 offensive line. Um, they got that leather Leatherwood from Alabama. They had to move him into right guard. Because he was playing very under, underwhelming at right tackle. So, outside of their left tackle, they said everybody else is just bad. I mean, it's it's not good for them. So, I think if we can take advantage of that offensive line, as we know, everything starts in the trenches. Yep. So, if we can uh, exploit their offensive line, you won't have to really worry about a running game just due to the fact that – I mean, it's a lot of close games they've been in, too. I was looking at some box scores. Um it's not because, you know, they're playing the Giants and, you know, their their stat line for running was underwhelming and the whole time they're in a ball game with them. So just kind of looking at these three pass losses, of course they lost to the Chiefs and the Bengals, but come on, man, they lost to the, to the Giants. Um, and we all kind of know how that know how that works. You know, you can you can lose to, like with the Eagles, right? We, we beat the crap out of them. We lose to the Broncos and then the Eagles back door and beat the Broncos. So yeah. the NFL is weird at times. Um, it, it kind of can snowball for you. You make one bad mistake, and ultimately the whole the whole pillar can kind of fall down, right? Sure. And so um, certain things, um, not really concerned about their their passing too much, just because I say that can be inflated due to the fact that you know Gruden was more of a uh, kind of a throwing kind of guy, anyways. And I think they're just kind of setting those um, they're setting their habits. They're trying to win the way they kind of schemed all off season. And they probably it's probably tempting to go to the run, but they figure they they have a better chance for passing. And you know we we say it all the time. There's a lot of times we bang you know people bang on the table for the Cowboys to run with Zeke, but when you have offensive line issues, that's easier said than done. Sure. Yeah. So when you have, I think with with the Cowboys, it's more about running efficiently than just running. You know, I, a lot of the times that goalpost gets pushed back. It's one of those things where they like to use a stat. Well, when the Cowboys run for 125 yards, blah 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 blah, but then they ignore the games where they do. You know, when they when they rush for 20 times or whatever, and they do nothing with it, they don't bring that up. It's it's more about being efficient on the ground. Um, and the, the Raiders are not efficient, and they don't even run it a lot. So if they exactly. if they that's tee off on you, right? if they tee off on you, brother, that that's a concern, a major concern, because this offense shouldn't shouldn't do that to you. So we don't have we're not looking at a team like the Colts where they can come in just dominate, um, take advantage of your D line and linebacker situation. Um, I think our secondary is good, and I mean it's not like they have uh, just a world beating offensive uh, offensive attack. 
Um, they of course they have matchup problems. Waller being the biggest thing, but I think if your D line can play to what has been pretty much playing to, and I know a lot of that is due to the fact that a lot of teams start throwing, but I think some of that momentum has to be coming and just pride. Um, those guys will be pretty steady against the underwhelming running attack. I think our pass rush could do enough to uh, to just generate you know any turnovers. I mean the Raiders only got like four picks on the year. No, no. So oh, you, oh, you mean the other side? You mean the Raiders' defense? No, no, no. Well, I'm kind of. Oh, you mean Derek Carr? Yeah, Derek. Now. Derek Carr has. He's done a lot of picks. No, yeah, the defense. Yeah, oh, no, okay. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the Raiders' defense has only uh, okay. come up with four picks, and well, so under, they're they're really they're really underwhelming as far as a team that can get you to turn the ball over. Um, I sure, hope, but know, but let me let me let me give them respect though on the defensive side. They're they're calling card is their pass defense, meaning Max Crosby, yeah, Yannick Ngakwe, and their hold – on, hold on, and their – see, I think you're sleeping on um, Casey Hayward, bro. Casey Hayward is playing like a top-five cornerback in this league right now, and Trayvon Morick is is a one of the better young free safeties playing in the game right now. Um, their, their defense set of secondary is not a bad defense. It's not, bro. Uh, that game last yeah. week against the against the Bengals was sixteen to thirteen, a bunch of field goals being kicked with five minutes left in the game, and then they scored a touchdown on the ground with uh, what does his name uh, the cat from uh, Oklahoma or I can't remember his name. They're running back Mixon. Uh, Mixon. So yeah, it, you know, don't. No, nah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, my biggest worry is the fact that we don't have our our premier wide receivers versus what they so, can do. So there you go, right? Um, so you don't I mean, got your weapons, and they have a solid passing defense. You you better be efficient because if you're not efficient, yeah. Max Crosby and Yannick Ngakwe can tee off. And I'm telling you all right now, just be prepared for it. Be, pre- be prepared for it. Max Crosby is going to beat yeah. Lyle Collins or whoever no, the hell I, is over I, there at right tackle. I respect their names. on You know, I respect the names on their uh, Ngakwe and – not sleeping on him, man, but there's a reason Ngakwe has been kind of passed around, right? Um, and it's not it's not to – he's not – and, you know, that and that's the biggest thing, you know, and it's like right now you're kind of chilling between real good guys and, and, and just great guys, and sometimes I feel like – and it's, it's not to not respect them, but it's to also understand where you can exploit certain certain matchup problems. You know you what got, I mean? You got to run on them. You, you have to get yes, the run. Sir. You got to get the run game back going this week. And I think with Tyron Smith back, that will help it tremendously. Uh, but you got to get the run game going when you have pass rushers of this caliber, because now just like in the Chargers game, you can you can neutralize them by running at them or. Uh, keeping them on their heels. Uh-huh. But if, if you're dropping back 46 times and you're running it 16 times against these pass rushers, um, I think that's going to be a problem. We definitely can't play that way. Um, and I and honestly, I don't think – you know, we, we don't play that way when we were firing kind of on the all cylinders. I don't think – I don't – Final thoughts, bro. Final thoughts real quick. I got to get some more callers. All right, man. Well, no, nah, y'all just have a good morning, man. We can go all day, Scott. Yeah, but, we can. Uh, man, good talking <laughs> to you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Hey, happy Thanksgiving right, to you and the family, man. You too, sir. You too, sir. Thank you, man. Real good call there a lot. And, and my bad, because I get I, I talk to y'all like we talking and we chilling. And I got to remember, wait, I got other people on the phone line we got to talk to and chill. And one of those guys is my, my guy, Reek. What's up, Reek? Yo, what up, Scott? What's good with you, man? Yo, what up, Scott? 
cooling, man. You know, we're on Cowboy Nation. Happy Thanksgiving hey, and all that. Say, good happy stuff, Thanksgiving, you know man, man, to you and the fam. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, you too, man. You know, uh, my my thing is, oh yeah, get them likes up and, and all that good stuff. You know, uh, yeah, my my thing is like this, man. How you feeling? About I don't want to get out physical this game. I don't want to get out physical this game on both sides of the ball. And what are we two and one in their division? Going against a division, yeah. Right now, could we beat the Chargers? Beat the Chargers. My whole thing is like that. Yeah, we lost the uh, Denver Broncos and uh, and uh, the Chiefs. Yes. My whole thing is like this. I think with us, uh, I think me personally, I'm gonna be right. I'm gonna be watching obviously the offensive line in that right side of the offensive line. You know what I mean? I'm gonna stand on that hill alone, but that's just me. Uh. My my thing is like this, man. Protect Dak. Let's open up some of these running lanes and let's go. That's my thing. Let's out physical this team. I think you Do will see the. I think you will see the offensive line play a much better game this week due to one, Tyron Smith is back. Two, you're at home, and I think a lot. And they won't say it. Zach Martin came out and said, you know, "We're not gonna make excuses, yada yada." But clearly, the noise was a problem for them. With communication wise, and when you got two inexperienced guys playing on the side that you know we're talking about Terrence Steele and Lyle or not Lyle Collins, um, Connor McGovern, that was going to affect you. No matter what, that was going to affect yeah. you, and it was it was clear as day. There was a play where Terrence Steele didn't move, and then Lyle Collins looked back, and when he turned back around, they snapped the ball. The, the communication was just so off; it was ridiculous. I don't see the noise being a factor at home, so I think they'll play better communication-wise. So now it's going to come down to winning your matchups. And I'm telling you right now, get ready for it, bro. Max Crosby, he's going to beat whoever the hell he's lined up over at least once or twice. That's just going to happen. The dude is playing like the best pass rusher in the league right now. Sacks-wise, he's not getting the 13 sacks, but he is he's a problem, man. Max Crosby is a problem. And I'm going to call it right now. He's going to get one, I think, on Lyle Collins. I'm just going to call it. Hopefully it's a regular sack and not a, a sack fumble. Yeah, and, and and that's my thing is, like, because it's like I remember when we played. So, basically, he's not better than Bosa in that division. No, well, no but you might, level. you're going to have to treat him like you did Bosa. Remember in that Bosa game, there was quick stuff going that way. You ran at Bosa. Sometimes you saw Zach Martin coming over and helping. You're going to have to do things similar to that, in my opinion. I don't care who your right tackle is because your right tackle is not Tyron Tyron Smith. So you're you're going to have to give that kind of attention to Max Crosby, in my opinion. And that's why I say running the ball is going to be of importance this week because you don't want Yannick Ngakwe. Let's not disrespect him, too. Yannick is going to give Tyron some fits. But – they gonna um, stand up. They gonna stand up for us on us, and that's a and right. that's a uh, Thanksgiving game. They're gonna and that's the Cowboys. Yeah, they would like nothing more than to beat us in our stadium on Thanksgiving and ruin everybody's turkey day. My whole thing is like this: we need to be physical on both sides of both sides of the ball. Our defense, it's they they doing their job. My whole thing, my my whole thing with the defense. Yeah, it is Neil and it is LBE. They, they uh, you know, I don't know, man. We just need – my whole thing is like this. What If, if the coaches don't see that LBE is missing tackles, getting blown up when they running the ball at him, why are we not trying people like uh, – well, why Gifford and them not getting off the bench? 
Well, Gifford, you know what I mean? Gifford came in. He came in. You remember the the play, the the taunting play was on Gifford. You know, it, yeah, I, but they keep putting Gifford in on the goal line, though. It, it, I've been seeing Gifford in the game, but every time that he's got in, it's always been on the goal line, on the on on our goal line. And I'm like, damn, man, isn't the dude good in space? Isn't he good with covering people? You know what I'm we saying? Don't, we don't he, know. He, I don't know if he's good in covering people. He hasn't played enough for me to do that. But like you, I'm intrigued and I want to know. Like, can I, I'm, I'm a Gifford fan, so I want to see. Can we see what Gifford got? Uh, but I, yeah, I, man. no matter what, right now you are stuck with what you have at linebacker. As much as I want to see Gifford, or, or you, I don't think Gifford's going to come in and play at this this great level, right? Like, I think Gifford's going to come in and be a replacement level player. Um, this it's more of a, a in spite thing, like. I feel like if Gifford comes in, he's not going to be this this ultra productive dude. You just don't want him to be a liability. And yeah, that's what I'm saying because Vanderesh is a liability. I'm just I'm just for what I see, he he's too up and down for me. You know what I mean? Then at the same time too, he's not an impact player. Like you know what I mean? I understand his first year he was he was good. He was pretty good. Yeah, we don't got to go down to Vanderesh timeline. But but we know. Listen, you stuck with what you got right now, man. That's the problem. You know, Cox goes down. You know, Jalen Smith is not good. And and Mike has to play edge. You literally only have three linebackers. Like that that's all you got right now. If I'm not mistaken, right? Oh, uh, uh Francis Bernard is the uh, dude. Francis Bernard. Yeah, but I said Bernard Bernard there is too. So but you know, my, that's my thing though. It's like if this dude keep missing tackles and stuff out here like that. They all missing them though. What do you want to do? You wanna, Keanu Neal. You, you, here's the here's the thing. Yeah, I'm watching too. Great, I I'm with you. I'm with you. LVE's been an issue. Gifford's missing tackles. LVE's missing tackles. Keanu Neal's missing tackles. Like you, unfortunately, we can't bench them all and just play with secondary guys. So while we could keep complaining and going on soliloquies about the linebacker position, it is what it is right now, and it can't be addressed. Unfortunately, until the after after the season, un, until here's here's a caveat. Or until Randy Gregory and D Law gets back, now you put Michael back at linebacker and let's boogie. I can dig it, man. I can yeah, man. dig it, man. We stuck, man. I just, you know, I'm just yeah, I'm just, yeah, we are stuck with him, but you know what I'm saying? I get tired of people talking about, oh yeah, he good. Man, no, man. the hell he ain't. Yeah, I, I know what I see. And that's just what I see, man. That's just me. No, but other than that, you. the defense they, they held it down. They held it down last week. Even in that loss, they held it down. I, I you know what I mean? Holding a team like Kansas City under 20 points, that's that's something to be, you know what I mean, to be like, okay, our defense, they did a job. It was just the offense, you know what I mean? They they wasn't doing what they were supposed to do, and I can understand that, you know. Uh, my whole thing is like this, man. Let's be physical. Let's go in here and try to steamroll these dudes, you know what I mean? And, you know, that's, that's, just, where I'm, that's just where I'm at with it, you know. Uh, I really got no more to say. All right, man. Hey, listen, happy Thanksgiving to you and the family, good brother. You, you too, man. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Yeah, we stuck, man. We stuck at the position. I, I, you know, I come on here every week and talk about Michael Parsons' is de- uh, defense, and we're in trouble at linebacker. That's just that's just the way it goes due to the the injuries and due to the underwhelming performances of the guys that we have. There's really not much you can do at this point. The trade deadline has passed. Um, I'm a, I'm such a Gifford fan. I'm not saying Gifford's going to come in here and be great. It's just more of a personal thing. I want to see what he can do. Um, the opportunities that he's come in, there's been a couple of them. He hasn't, you know. 
I guarantee you, if he makes that play on Clyde Hiller Edwards, uh, that's how you say his name, on the red zone, now they might say, hmm, let's throw him back out there again and see. But he bit and couldn't run him down. It, and, you know, it happens. You got to take advantage of the opportunities when they're given to you. And so far, Gifford hasn't. Uh, but, again, I'm not – listen, as much as I like him, I'm not going to sit here and act like him coming in the game is going to change the linebacker core drastically. He ain't that dude. If he was that dude, he'd be playing. Trust me. Uh, oh, hey, man, happy Thanksgiving, brother. How, uh, how are you doing, sir? Gobble, gobble, young man. How are you today? I'm good. You got the, the family and, uh, and the uh, grandkids over this, this holiday? Oh, man. Hey, man, you took the words right out of my mouth. We're going to have everybody – under one roof tomorrow for That's the awesome. first time. Uh, seven grandkids, but wow. the the baby uh, just had her first birthday, so uh, that's mainly she's the she's the ticket. She's the she's drawing everybody else in, and uh, <laughs> seven grandkids plus one that's kind of a guardian type situation. That's kind of my favorite, and uh, we're 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 happy to have her too. Can in I the ask house. you a question, so, over here, you know, as, as a grandparent? Yes, do y'all have favorites? I'm not a grandparent, obviously, but do y'all got favorites? Like y'all, y'all really show favoritism. Well, it's it's unfair to ask that right now because we got <laughs> one. The baby has just turned a year old, and she's she's got that Hollywood quality that anytime mm. she meets somebody, you know, she knows how to smile oh, and she's bright. Okay, and so she's going to be the favorite for a while. I but, got you. Getting down to favorites, I don't think any of them are listening today, so I can get away with saying the one I just mentioned that's technically a cousin but is is in my daughter's house kind of as a guardian situation. She's she's kind of my favorite because, you know, she's funny and she likes drama, and I don't mean causing drama. I gotcha. mean we're both kind of theater people and stuff like that. And I, and I appreciate you bringing that up because I know you got other people to go to, and yeah. I – I uh, I just wanted to call and say happy Thanksgiving. We got turkeys, both two turkeys being smoked, and we got hams fixing to go out. Mm. Like I said, tomorrow's a big day. But uh, the thing that my research, which that that and a quarter will buy you a cup of coffee. Um, this uh, the the Oakland uh, Oakland here I go. I'm saying the same Las thing Vegas all week, Oakland. But go ahead, Basachia. Basachia. I've I've done a little research because I mistook him for somebody that used to used to be on the Cowboys staff. No, he was. I was thinking he used to be. Well, somebody somebody told me he was something else, and I I, I mistook. I thought he was with the Cowboys. He was. He was. He, our, was, spe- he was our special teams coordinator for a little bit. That's what I thought, and somebody told me I was wrong. So oh, anyway, right. I'm glad I got that. But the I was also told he was with uh, uh, Seattle at one time, but I don't know. Anyway. This guy has got a history, and everybody that's ever played under him said that this is one of the guys that if you picked a coach that did more for you personally, that cared more about you and did more for you and always took the time to you know, to leave a little note in your locker or whatever to say, to encourage. This guy is the encourager they want to remember and they want to, they want to all be like. And uh, that's what I'm saying He's he's got something. I think this is uh, this is something he's got to prove. I think he wants to. I hate to use a gross term like hanging our scalp on his lodge pole, but uh, he, you know, I think they would all love to to chalk one up against the Cowboys, and that's what we have to. That's what we have to be aware of. Is it's not an individual thing tomorrow. It's it's the the backs. Shut up, dog. 
she decided she wants to be on the radio too. Um, the the uh, our backups all have to play like starters tomorrow because we don't. You know, it, it's getting to the point where just a minute, I'm gonna kill a dog. Get in the house. Shut up. Um, it, we we have to. They've all got to come together as a team, and it's not a. It's this is not a Micah thing, and it's not a. Um, D law thing or whatever. This is a, it's. We've gotten to the point where we've got to pull together as a team, and you know uh, we've got what seven games left. Sure. And yeah. um, and and they've got to. They have got to make everyone count. That they can't take anybody for granted, whether it's the Saints, the Cardinals, or any of the NFC East, uh, which every one of those guys could physically beat us on any given day if if we don't play up to our standards. Absolutely. If we play up to our standards, we can we can sweep the rest of the season and wind up uh, fourteen and three. But if we if we lay it down, then we're then we're in trouble. So it's it's strictly you know it's up to us what we do tomorrow and i think that these guys have shown that they can do it but it's just a matter of of protecting protecting dak and and getting the you know and getting the people out i had heard a rumor that uh that, that zeke's knee problems were a little more uh a little more in depth a little more serious than what they're letting on somebody told me he played full full speed yesterday Yes, he uh, practiced. He practiced in full yesterday, but but as he's been saying for the last like three or four weeks, this is a knee injury that's not going to go away. It, he's been dealing with it well, all year. Something, and, Jerry. Somebody told me this morning that Jerry hinted that we might be looking at another one of those micro fracture deals. Oh, uh, you know that uh, he said that, that sneak in and that 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 don't really show up until you get really down deep with a CT scan or whatever. And I and I don't know. I'm not a doctor, and I'm going to play like I'm one. But I had heard that they were looking at a third wow. running back to bring in uh, yeah. behind Clements and uh, and 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 TP. So yeah, let me address you know, all I that. I don't know. We can just keep our fingers crossed, say our prayers, have a good turkey day tomorrow, and say you know go Cowboys because. Uh, and also, I hope hope my buddy Tony out in Tampa is not on the road tomorrow. That he's got a chance to get off the road and park his truck and, and have a good day with his family and if you do too and i will uh if i don't talk to you between now and then i'll, I'll try to yell at you friday <laughs> thanks oh yeah happy thanksgiving to you and the family man take care bud you too god bless <laughs> y'all kill it over here about this dog he said he said peter about to be sending me an email shortly peter gonna be canceling sky <laughs> crucial to animals in my friday voice <laughs> tomorrow said hey i'm a dog i'm a dog mob so i understand you know <laughs> I'm not a dog dad. Um, Michelle loves cats. I can't stand cats, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all y'all cat lovers out there, man. But they evil. They sneaky. I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat guy. I grew up a dog um, person, I per se. My, my folks love. And we had so many pits. So many. So many pits growing up. But um, Special K said, tell O'Hare to let Kobe out. <laughs> I'm going to get to some of the things he said real quick. Uh, Special K also said, watch when we put Micah back at linebacker. It's going to fix all of our linebacker problems, and all of a sudden the linebackers look great again. I'll say this. Micah will look great there. But even when Micah was at linebacker, I think LVE played better, but LVE was still LVE. I know how I feel about that situation. I'm rooting for him. I hope he plays great, but I think he doesn't fit here. Keanu Neal's been underwhelming at linebacker. I think playing full-time down there, has taken away some of his instinct ability. Obviously, no Jabril Cox, and then there's 
Um, obviously, no number nine here anymore. So it's just the linebacker group is what it is. It's an underwhelming group. When Micah's not there, when it's there, Micah kind of solidifies it. He's a special dude. What a special player. Below said cats suck. Scotty said, I have two cats, and they stay scheming on you. I'm telling you. Cats is, man, they sneaky, man. I would tell you all some stories. Maybe one of these days when I uh, do the membership thing. I got a weird cat story from back in my uncle's house. But uh, so O'Head talked about Rick Basaccia and essentially saying, you know, since he used to play in, or coach in Dallas, he's going to be up, try to get up for this game. That's, that's a valid point. Same thing with Rob Marinelli. Uh, I think both of those guys are going to try to get them up for this game. And I'm glad he brought up Rick Basaccia because one of the things I wanted to talk about with the very first caller or second caller was no one's talking about this, but I think the Cowboys have a, have an overwhelming advantage coaching wise. Overwhelming. I do. I think Dan Quinn, Kellen Moore and, and um, Mike McCarthy should be able to out coach a Rick Basaccia. Rick Basaccia, if you guys don't know, is the interim head coach. He's auditioning to be a head coach. And if you go look at when he became the head coach, he immediately, to me, seemed like he's in over his head. Even though they won. They went like 2-1 and one in his first three games. But you can just kind of listen to him and, and kind of feel like, man, this is a lot for him. So I think Thanksgiving, his first Thanksgiving game coaching on a short week, I think the Cowboys should be able to out-coach this team. I just do. I think they should. Rob Marinelli knows some things, but, man. Um... I didn't get into the running back thing that I put on Twitter, but yes, I talked about it. We talked about it yesterday. I think this should be a heavy Tony Pollard game due to Zeke's injury. I think Zeke at some point probably needs to sit down and rest for a couple weeks. But in order to do that, I would go out and get a running back. Lo and behold, Philip Lindsay was cut yesterday by the Texans, y'all. And I meant to bring this up in the roundup. Yes, I would be interested. I would look into that. Go look at his tape and see, is he moving well? Is he healthy? Is he fine? Because he's been playing. Um, I would definitely look, definitely look into that. Someone had asked me on Twitter, well, what about Corey Clement? Could he take over those reps? I'm like, yeah. It hasn't really been a, he hasn't really been a tote the ball running back since 2018. And even then, he had like 60 carries. He's more of a special teams guy, a throw the ball out the backfield guy. He's not someone I'm, I can I kind of lean on. Philip Lindsay has over 500 oh, that might be that might be too much. Maybe over 3 or 400 carries out in his career over 1000 yards. He was a pro bowler at once. He, he's a run, he's a better running back than Corey Clement. So, I would be interested in doing that because just in case you got to sit Zeke you have a one-two punch you can get, you can, you know, feel comfortable going with. I don't know how comfortable I'd be with uh, Tony Pollard and, and Corey Clement. I love Tony Pollard, but I don't like that one-two punch. I'd be interested in in um, in Lindsay. That's all I'm trying to get at. <laughs> G said LVE just be there. Uh, we're gonna get to Chase from Arkansas in seven three two. Chase from Arkansas, what's up? Hey man, how you doing? I'm good, man. Happy Thanksgiving to you and the fam. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm fixing to get on the road, head out to uh, the motherland of Lubbock, Texas. There we go. From Arkansas. Hey, safe travels. Yep. Man. It's going to be a thanks a lot, man. Uh, you know, I work nights, but I stayed awake just so I could give you this phone call. Um, so I was looking at this game similarly as to how we played the Falcons defensively. So I see, I see Darren Waller and Kyle Pitts. Not the same exact player, but 
they use him a lot of the ways they use Kyle Pitts, yep. not necessarily a tight end, but a weapon. Yep. And they traveled uh, Trayvon Diggs a lot. One thing I noticed in the Kansas City game, I don't know if it shows in all 22, but I felt like every time uh, Kelsey ended up going out wide, it was J. Ron Curse following him. Yep, we talked about that. We talked about the top. J. Ron Curse had primary coverage on uh, Kelsey, and I'm kind of in that same mode, Chase. I think because because you're not worried about the speed of Waller or or Kelsey, you can match up Curse because he's physical. I'm kind of feeling that same type of vibe this week. Yeah, I dig that, and I, I so the way I felt, the way we played Atlanta, I believe we. So if I'm not mistaken, Micah was mostly in the middle in that game, or mostly playing linebacker. He rushed on occasion, but I feel like most of the time he was off the ball. Um, yeah, he played. I yeah, he played linebacker little, in that game, brother. Okay, I thought so. Yeah, and then last week he was strictly he was coming off the edge. While I love hell, man. And everybody loves it when 11, when Sticks goes and gets a sack, man. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. I wish he looked for the ball after he gets a sack, a strip sack, but it is what it is. But I feel that if we can utilize that same kind of defense we did against Atlanta, I mean, they had, they had Kyle Pitts, they had Cordero Patterson. And I feel as far as quarterbacks go, I feel like um, uh, Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, good with play action. But whenever people get after them, uh, that's when they make their mistakes. Um, I, I like to see us really try to, even though we're sans Randy Gregory, I feel like Micah can fulfill that role. And as you said earlier in the program, like I said, I just I just got on with you to try and get on the phone. I didn't sure. listen to the entire beginning, but um, I I like the idea of of getting Michael uh, Micah off the edge and trying to create some kind of pass rush, get Derek Carr off his feet, make him move side to side, make him move laterally. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson still is a deep threat, but I feel if you utilize Anthony Brown and or Casey over the top, I feel really, really good about limiting his ability to stretch the field. And so um, defensively, I feel Deshaun like Jackson? If we, if we play our – yeah, Desha- I'm sorry, what did I – I didn't say Henry Ruggs, did I? He's not even on the damn team. But uh, yeah, just if we uh, bracket Deshaun Jackson, I, I feel like that um, usually u- using our uh, Anthony Brown bracketing with Demonte KZ, and I mean it's com- uh, it's confusing to me the amount of plays I've seen Malik Hooker make down in the box. I thought they'd use him more as a, kind did. of a deep a deep safety guy, but it is what it is. Dan Quinn knows what he's doing. Heck, man, I'm a cop. Um, I work at night. He does this for for a living. So, um, I I trust in this defense. I trust what they did against Kansas City. I just wish our offense was in gear. I know it was loud. I know it was rough. I know you're working without a lot of important pieces. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this can be a hell of a rebound game. I feel confident in the Cowboys. Be excited to be rooting them from the great state of Texas, out in Lubbock. And man, go Cowboys! I'm My saying. Man. 34, 34, 24 Cowboys, and I think C.D. Lamb has 111, six passes, 111 yards, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Tony Pollard gets a jet sweep, and I'm going to say he gets at least a 40-yard run. I hope, I hope, man, I'm, I hope Tony Pollard gets about 19 touches. Yeah, I I hope he gets a lot of touches too, and I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. I think uh, 
our boy Dorrance Armstrong. I think he gets one and a half to two sacks. Ooh, I like it, man. I like it. That's a turkey day right there. Hey, appreciate right, respect, your chase. Man. Love you, love you, love you, and have a wonderful, blessed holiday. God too, bless, man. man. Have a happy Thanksgiving, man. Thank you. Chase said, Chase said some things, dude, that got me thinking, y'all. Got me thinking. I'm just harkening back here and thinking about that uh, that game. What One of the things that in that Chiefs game that was a problem was the first 15. I talk about that a lot. The first 15 is very important. Um, offenses and quarterbacks and, and just teams look different in the first 15 offensively because you know what you're doing, right? That you, you scripted this. This is what you run. Team, uh, offense coordinators have those first 15 plays ready to go. And the Chiefs did that tremendously. They came out. They were fast. They knew what they wanted to do, and they got on top of Dallas. I think the first 15 for the Cowboys is going to be be very important uh, against um, oh, I'm said Oakland against the Raiders. And I think I wonder. I should say I think I wonder if they decide to mix it up in that first 15 with Micah and being down and standing up just to give them different looks before they go into fully doing what they want to do. Because he talked about playing the defense, playing similar. He's going to treat them as he treated the Falcons, probably because of Darren Waller. Uh, it's something that made me just thinking as he was talking there. Uh, I'm, I'm all for Micah getting after Derek Carr, but that first 15 is where teams don't really care what you do. They're coming out to do what they want to do. So I'm, I'm very interested to see how they come out and attack uh, this Raiders offense. Manny said, I don't include Pitts because he's basically a wide receiver. They don't have him blocking. Uh, yes, that's that's true. We talked about him being out there, but don't sleep on Darren Waller, who plays very similar to Pitts. They, he's lined up more at, in the slot and out wide combined than he has in line at tight end. He's more physical than Pitts, though. I'm just saying, though, that that's how they utilize Darren Waller. He He is their offensive passing Offense. That's what he is. Uh seven three two. We had you on hold for a for a long time, man. What's up, seven three two? Sky, good morning. Brandon T from Jersey. How you doing today? Good morning, man. And happy Thanksgiving to you and the family. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, you just touched on the uh Darren Waller. Um I think that this we all know that the Raiders offense runs through him. Yes. I think that this is gonna be a real opportunity. If they're gonna keep force feeding him, I think that Trayvon Diggs or one of these corners is going to come up with a pick this game. Um, I think it, it's going to be inevitable just with the way that Derek Carr literally sometimes only focuses on him. Man. So I think it's going to be a nice opportunity. <laughs> he goes to Darren Waller. That mean, If you go back and watch the Bengals game, I, if in my notes from what I saw, he wouldn't even go through his progressions. If there was any slither of an opportunity to get the ball to Darren Waller, he's going there. He just is. Unless it's deliberately – you know, a jet sweep or, I'm sorry, deliberately a, a uh, out route or option route to Renfro, he's going, he's trying to look for Darren Waller every single time. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, you know, I think it's going to be a big opportunity for the corners to just continue their uptrend um, and, and really just get a, a takeaway for this team. And, you know, hopefully they can make that happen. Um, next thing that I just wanted to point out also, Thanksgiving is supposed to be a time of no stress, hanging with the family, things like that. And the last two Thanksgivings, I have been stressed oh. watching us lose oh. to Washington and the Bills. So I really <sighs> just hope and pray that the Cowboys wake up with a sense of urgency. Everyone knows Thanksgiving and football go hand in hand. Hopefully they wake up with a sense of urgency this week, and we can make a good Thanksgiving a great Thanksgiving with the Cowboys win. 
Yeah, I, I, listen, I'm with you. That, I'm real with y'all, man. There's two things that I'm not a fan of as I get older. One, primetime games. And two, playing on Thanksgiving. And here's why. As Cowboys fans, y'all know this. Your entire Thanksgiving appetite can be ruined if you don't eat before Agreed. that dang game. And we, no, my family been through this forever, so they realize that, and they're like, we going to eat before we even, that game even come on. But there's sometimes, listen, I, y'all know what I'm about to, some of y'all know what I'm talking about, but there's CP time. There's something called CP time. I'm going to just leave it at that because I, <laughs> I don't know what YouTube is going to do. But there's CP time, and sometimes that overlaps into the game, and I get the plate, I sit down, and all of a sudden, Josh Allen scores a touchdown, or or, or or RG3 is running all over the Cowboys, and it's just like, man, are, yep. are we about and to do this to my appetite? So, yeah, I'm with you, man. Yeah, for real. So, again, I just hope they wake up with a sense of urgency and really just turn it on and, and give Cowboys Nation that win. And last thing I wanted to mention was that Micah Parsons, man, this guy is unreal. I know we talk about it every – or you guys talk about it every day, every week, whatever – but this guy, he's not sitting at the kids' table this year. He is sitting at the grown folks' table because if, if he's probably the head of the grown folks' table, to be honest. Nice. And the, the way that he's playing, he's no longer in the conversation. I think he has rookie or defensive rookie of the year on lock, and now he's got to be in the conversation for defensive player of the year. The way that he's – his versatility, his athleticism, everything – he's everything is advertised and then some. So that, that's how I'm feeling about Micah this year on, at, at his Thanksgiving table, not at the kids' table, at the grown folks' table. He, Micah said, you know, I'm hoping somebody gets like three picks or three sacks or something like that so they can do the turkey dance. And, and I'm hoping by the end of that that game, you know, the old John Madden where they eat the turkey and stuff like that, I'm hoping it's the Cowboys eating the turkey, man. Same here, man. And and that's all I have. And, again, thank you always for, for just being a great host and giving Cowboys Nation just an opportunity to voice their opinions and yeah. pretty much being our therapist at times too. <laughs> so uh, I, I, thank you for everything. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. You and the family, as always. Thank and, you. Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks, man. Have a, have a happy Thanksgiving with you and the fam and a safe holiday. Uh, That's true, man. This is like therapy. I think Law says it a lot. This is definitely like therapy. Frost said it the other day at, on, on Monday, I think it was, when we had our family meeting, right? We had to have our family meeting. I wasn't letting you side up in here in our family meeting. And, uh, you know, we got to vent and get it off our chest. And, I, and that's what I try to do here, man. That's what I try to do. Uh, CJ said, if we win on Thursday, are we going to have leftovers on Friday? I, so Friday, I'm going to just tell you all right now, Friday's show. And tomorrow, tomorrow obviously, we're going to do the pregame show and things like that on Thanksgiving. So there will be no uh, morning show. But on Friday, I believe it's going to be a very quick show. I don't even know if I'll open the lines. I may, I may not. I don't know. But it's just going to be a quick recap, and we're going to move forward because we're still in the holiday mode here. So I don't want to hold y'all up, but I want to hold myself up. But just letting y'all know that Friday would not be a, a very typical uh, show. Oh, my bad, 510. You came in like perfect time, and I got to get 513. 513, what it is, what it do? Hey, what's up, Sky? What's going on? This is Mark Smith, man. This is oh. Mark Smith, man. I've been in the chat a lot. I ain't never got a chance to talk to you, but I'm talking to you I was about to, to say, I, I don't remember Remember you calling in, though. What's up, Mark? Yeah, yeah, I'm cooling, man. Just getting prepared to jump on the flight to head to Dallas. Me and my lady, man, we're going to be at the game. But I'm definitely going to stop through and uh, holler at you and Jesse, so be on the lookout for me. Got you. Um, I just think this should be an easy game, man. Um, I watched the game last week. The Bengals ran the ball pretty successfully against them, so I think we should be able to do the same thing. 
Uh, the main thing is I, we got to jump out early. As long as we get a big lead, Derek Carr is not a good quarterback as far as coming back, you know. So if we can jump out ahead of them, yeah. get a little comfortable and let the defense just fly around, uh, fly around, hit, stick, and talk shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're going to do, man. So as long as we jump out early, I think it should be fairly easy the rest of the way. And, um, yeah, I just want to say happy Thanksgiving to all the Cowboys Nation, you and your fam and everybody out there. Let's stay together, Cowboys Nation. Uh, don't get down on all the past games we had and we looked bad against. And you got to look, we didn't have all our guns out there. So we, we kind of playing with the C team, but our C team should be good enough to beat their best. You know what I'm saying? So, well. hey, just keep our heads up, man. You know, it might be a slow start, but we finished fast. So I got all the faith in the world that we're going to get this victory. I'm with you. As my guy Freight Train says, it ain't about how you start. It's about how you finish. How you finish, man. As long as we finish strong, we're going to be good. Facts. That's all I got, man. Like I said, I ain't going to hold you up. I want you to get the rest of the callers in, man. But I just say uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing you and Jesse over at Cowboys Live, man. Uh, indeed, man. I appreciate you, man. And have a very happy Thanksgiving nope. and a safe Safe holiday, good brother. Hey, I'll be there so you'll see me. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, you're going to be over here with us. Yeah, so yeah. You're going to yeah, the game? I'll be in the building, man. Are you, are you yeah, going? we're okay. going to go to the game, man. We're going to stop over there before we go to the game. Okay. So I'll be there and chill with the pregame with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll be there, I'll be there early. Uh, we usually go in about an hour before, so if you can't catch us as we're on live, just, just get with me beforehand, man. Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, and then after the game, I'll definitely come back through as well. So, yeah, we're going to definitely chop it up, man. Sure. Uh, we do have any of those shirts available? Uh, online. I don't I don't have any. You know, we don't have any, you know, on us. But you have to get on A to Z Sports. Uh, a to Z Sports.com slash Dallas. Which is A to Z Sports.com. I think they have an apparel section. We're still trying to add to that. Okay, okay. That sounds good. All right. Appreciate all right, you, man, Mark. That's all I wanted to say, man. Like I said, I'll see you tomorrow, man. Indeed. Hey, bless up, everybody. Hey, safe travels, brother. Um, yeah, they're, they're, you know, I hope the Cowboys don't start slow because that's what the Raiders are notoriously known for. They, they, they've been starting slow a lot this year. Again, they, going into last week, they were outscored in the first quarter by 31 points. And the Cowboys, again, were, I believe, a top five or top ten team in points scored in the first quarter. Um, and the Raiders are towards the bottom of the league. When the Cowboys do start slow, we've seen issues. We've seen it in Denver. We've seen it in KC. Um, and I believe we even saw it against the Patriots. I think they started off pretty slow there. So if the Cowboys can get out on the Raiders, like he said, I feel very confident moving forward in that game because they're not going to run a rock. And we know if if, if you want to really get at this Cowboys all, all defense, you got to stay balanced because if you get into pass mode, they're just going to sick Mike on you and, I know one man can't do everything, although Micah is kind of disproving that. But, bruh, if you get into pass mode against Micah Parsons, I mean, good luck. That's what I'm saying. Good luck because he's a hungry lion, and he's literally eating every time he's rushing the pass. But, but make no mistake about it, though. The Cowboys cannot go into this game, and I don't think they will, and I don't think they did it against the Chiefs. I just think the Chiefs were a good team. It was a bad game. Cannot go into this game thinking like, oh, well, it's the Raiders. They lost three in a row. That that If you're thinking that, that should be out your head since the Denver game. 
should be out here. Every game, anybody can lose, and we've seen that this year. Should be going to this game thinking, oh, and no, we got to get this victory, period, uh, by hook or crook. I did not know that special K. The Cowboys have not won a Thanksgiving game in about four years. Jeez. Eef. Hey, Los. Send us out, Los. What's up, man? What up, Sky? God bless. How's your morning? It's Ready good, for brother. Thanksgiving tomorrow. Hey, four years in a row we lost, but make it Oof. one year. One year we're going to win. Next next game. Uh, here's my three takeaways for tomorrow's game. I'll make it quick, and then I'll send you out, man. Uh, like you said, we got to start off fast. Yeah. How we did with Atlanta. Uh, Raiders are known to start slow, like you said. So I think 14 or 17 in the first half is what I'm looking for. If we can establish like at least a 17 or 14 point game in the first half, I think we should be fine. Because the other caller hit it on the head. Derek Carr hasn't been known for you know playing from behind. Uh, number two is keeping that clean and establishing that run. We gotta let Zeke see some Pollard. Um, yes, Zeke has been banged up lately, so expect a little bit more Pollard. I hope it's more Pollard. I hope it's more Pollard Lose, but they they acting like Zeke's knee is made of uh, whatever is in Wolverine, and and he just keep running him out there and, and, and making him the feature back. You know, at some point they gotta realize. I'm just being real, Lose. He ain't the Zeke he was the first five weeks of the season, and it's probably because that knee is banged up. And that's not a knock on Zeke, but when you're playing like you're, you know, hobbled, you're not going to have that same quickness and twitch. So get Tony Pollard to Baltimore, period. Exactly. And that's what I was noticing since last week. I was like, why are we giving Zeke, you know, I'm, I'm, let Pollard eat. Let, let him eat. He, he, he knows how to run, man. He, he knows how to put some yaks. He give him some space. He'll, he'll make a good run. So that's, you know, just establishing the run to set up that play action and keeping that clean. We do not need Dak to be throwing over 45. Yeah, this is the game. This is a game where, you know, last week, you know, maybe we underestimated because of the statistically those guys hadn't been really successful at getting to the quarterback. Uh, even though we tried, you know, I came in, I said, hey, Frank Clark hasn't been that guy, but he's still Frank Clark. And then Chris Jones, Chris Jones, he just went berserk. Um, but, but this team – there is no underestimating their pass rush. They absolutely have one of the better pass rushes in the league. Yannick Ngakwe and Max Crosby are certified beasts. So when you come into this game, you should be coming into this game trying to neutralize that pass rush. And to neutralize it, you have to get the run game going. So exactly. by hook or crook, you have to get this thing rolling. And with Tyron Smith back, I think that will help a little bit. And my last point is with the defense. Uh, defense. Um, I think to for us to win this game is to hold them under 24. That's what I'm looking at. And for Micah Parsons, I don't know how they're going to use him. But for me, if I was in this game, I would put him at linebacker and keep that, um, you know, just the play action, um, you know, how, how would I say it? Not let them take us over the head, over the middle all the time. Because I think what Raiders are going to attack us is with the slant, quick, you know, play action passes, you know. And I just want Micah to clean that up. It's a good I do observation. want him to come off the edge. I do want him to come off the edge. Don't get me wrong, especially yeah. in this game. But I, I think more in this game, he's going to be more important in the linebacker, keeping everything in front of us. You know, no big plays, basically. Yeah, yeah uh, it's 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 a good observation when you talked about the middle. I I was talking about this on Twitter. Um, in regards to Renfro, and then you got Waller. Obviously, they're going to attack the middle of this field tomorrow, guys especially with Waller. And I'm not talking about, oh, we're going to have Waller run five yards, turn around. No, 
They are looking to get the ball to Waller deep middle, intermediate middle, and that's just their game plan with him. So um, I hear you. I, it's it's one of these games where I'm torn again because I want Micah to get after. Uh, I want Micah to get after Derek Carr because I think their offense, similar to the Atlanta Falcons offense, they're a predominantly pass team that doesn't really like to run. Um, whereas last week with the Chiefs, sure, they're, they're not a team that's a running team, but they will run the ball just to keep you honest. I don't feel like that's the case with the other two teams sandwiched in between them, Atlanta and, and Oakland. I feel like Oakland and Atlanta literally can't run the ball, don't want to run the ball, so they throw it. But if for whatever reason they come into this game saying, I like Josh Jacobs, I like Kenyon Drake against their run defense, then guess what? Michael Parsons is going to be needed at that linebacker spot. So it's it's a tricky game if they come in with the thought process of let's run the ball down our throats and figure the rest out. Exactly. And I think that's it, Sky. I mean, I'm very excited for this game. I think we have it in the bag. I'm not trying to, you know, jump ahead. And in the NFL, anyone can lose or win every week. That's why we take these wins, never take them for granted. But every, all Cowboys Nations, enjoy your Thanksgiving dinner. Enjoy the cornbread, mashed potatoes, you know, corn, everything, man. Yeah. Have a good Thanksgiving, everybody. You God bless, guy. Peace. Thank you, uh, Los. I appreciate you. Have a happy Thanksgiving, man. You too. All right, man. I think that's going to do it for the phone lines. Let me hop back into the chat for a little bit here. See what you guys are talking about. Uh, Ohead said they don't have a three X on there or four X for the for the four figure guys. Okay, I'll, I'll talk to them about that. Uh, Mom Dukes in the building said, "Yeah, she used to cook, have the dinner done before pregame." Yeah, I know. Yeah, trust me. There was times, man, I am, man, desserts ruined because of the Cowboys. I can't stand playing on Thanksgiving. I'm going to be real. I understand. Growing up, it felt like a thing. But as an adult, I'm like, for real, this sucks. I just want to enjoy Thanksgiving, you know, stress-free. I don't want to be stressing out during the game with these Cowboys, man. But, hey, we here. We here. It's the Cowboys. You know, Jerry would never give away playing on Thanksgiving. So these boys better get it done tomorrow against the Raiders. You know, I'd be dang if I'm over there at Texas Live post-game show. Ticked off, man. Uh, thank you, Kai. It's Vibranium from Wakanda. Yeah, they act like Zeke's knee is made of Vibranium. If you're going to sit down Tyron Smith because he's dealing with something that needs rest, if you're going to sit down whomever else because it needs, why not sit down Zeke, man? You're thinking long haul here. We're thinking long haul. His knee is hurt. It's clearly showing on the field. I don't know, man. I would do it. Uh, Flo said they will. So going back to the Cowboys offense, he says they will play us man and tight to line of scrimmage. That seems to be the blueprint, right? Because uh, why wouldn't they? Cooper isn't playing and they have a better pre- pass rush than Kansas City. That That is the blueprint. Um, but remember, this is... Gus Bradley, who's the arch, not architect. I don't want to be the architect of a cover three, but he's an LOB guy, right? He's the he's the guy that likes to play some of that zone. But even in the in the in the zone, they did a lot of pressing and physicalness at the line of scrimmage. Now they don't have those kind of corners, those big physical guys. But again, Casey Hayward is not one to be messed with. Casey Hayward Jr. is playing some great ball this year, and I think we're going to have trouble throwing his way without Amari Cooper. You don't have C.D. Lamb. It's you're going to have to really run this, run the ball. Even with C.D. Lamb, you're going to have to run the ball. Um, I'm, I'm tr- I don't want to put that energy in the air that this could be something like Denver, but 
they could literally run that blueprint. I hate to say the word blueprint, but they could run that game plan and say, you know what? Your receivers are hampered. We're going to attack your offensive line. Fortunately, Tyron Smith is back. I think that's going to help tremendously. Um, but Dak is, and, and Kellen, I hope, understands they're going to have to show, show some attention to Max Crosby. Don't want Max Crosby or Yannick, but Max Crosby to do with what uh, Chris Jones did to you. You don't want that to happen. Uh, thank you, Joe Funk. I appreciate that. Uh, Flo believes they will run nonstop even when it didn't work. Do not be surprised to stick with the run. I 100% believe they will. Uh, did we play? We played the Raiders last year? I mean, I can't think right now when I look at the schedule. I don't recall playing the Raiders last year. Hey, see you, Scotty. Doug says they're going to have some drumsticks. Oh, yeah. Wayne was talking about Aziz Alshay, the, the, the linebacker from San Fran. Yeah, he's a, he's a beast. But, I mean, listen, I could say, hey, let's go get TJ Watt. <laughs> We're not going to get him. So, I feel you, man. He's a great linebacker. But I, they're not going to they're not going to they're just not going to trade him. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I thought it was, what is it, antoninium or something like that. I didn't vibranium. I thought it was antoninium. Whatever, whatever that, whatever Wolverine is made of, they think that's what Zeke is, is made of. Uh, Mr. Jab says, anybody else going to the game? Yeah, if you're going to the game, swing through, man. Swing through, say what's up to me before y'all go. Let's rock out. Okay, so we did not play them. I didn't think we played them last year. And again, yesterday's price, not today's price. Last year's I go, I'm looking at the, the games, not the game script, but I'm looking at their team this year. I'm not saying it gets a week to week league. I'm not saying it can't be done, right? I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm, I'm just saying if you allow this team to run on you, you're in more trouble moving forward than maybe we're thinking. This team shouldn't be allowed. To, they should not be able to run all over you. They haven't run all over anybody except for week three against the the sorry Miami Dolphins. So I'm just saying that's where I'm at with it, man. This is not a game that the Cowboys should allow them to do it. And if it is, it's a, it's a, a greater concern um, moving forward. But all right, guys, listen, I'm going to head on up out of here. Make sure tomorrow you guys tune in to the game day live events. And if you don't know what the game day live events are, let me go ahead and remind you real quick. Where else you want to go? Don't nobody do it like us, bro. Oh my goodness. We beat the brakes off y'all. What that trip. With that said, thank y'all for joining me today. Make sure y'all come on back tomorrow about two o'clock. Two o'clock will be live. Game day live. Jesse Alley, Skywalker still. Y'all have a wonderful, safe, and happy Thanksgiving. Safe travels to anybody traveling out there. I appreciate everyone. And uh, once again, happy Thanksgiving. See y'all tomorrow. Peace.
appreciate all the super chats today, everyone calling in. And shout out to my guy, Stevie Mac, the mod dog. I want me some 